Hi, and welcome to Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving, a podcast series by Tharaka Foundation focused on youth mental health. Before we begin today's episode, I just wanted to let you all know that all content that is found in our podcast is created for informational purposes only. This content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, treatment, or therapy. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition, and never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard in this podcast. Thank you so much, and without further ado, let's get started. Hi everyone, this is Vihan and Sovan from the Tariqa Foundation. Today is a podcast from our unfiltered series about standardized testing. As juniors, we're expected to take the SAT and ACT, and I have my SAT coming up, which causes me a lot of stress. How about you, Sovan? When's your SAT? I'm taking my SAT this coming month, and it has caused me a lot of stress. I definitely agree. Um, I think personally, the thing with the SAT is that it's a test where it's stressful because it doesn't really relate to what you're learning in school as a junior. Most of the content is stuff that you've learned from three, four, five, six, maybe even seven years ago. And it's really hard to try to remember stuff that you haven't learned in a while, especially because the SAT is a very repetitive test. There's not much critical thinking involved. It's more just hammering in the same set of uh, values in like math and English because the concepts are all pretty similar. Yeah, I would agree about that. When I was studying for the SAT, um, I noticed that the three sections of the SAT, the math, the grammar, and the writing, they all were pretty much just cut and paste. You know, the the reading was just the section was the entirety. You just, all you do in that section is you just read articles and you answer questions about them, which are things that you really can't prepare for. You can improve your thinking about them, but there's nothing solid you can prepare for. The only section that you can really prepare for truly on the SAT is the math section, because all you have to do is memorize the formulas. I feel like the SAT is very stressful because of this. And since there's so much information on the SAT that you should know and so much that you're expected to know, I feel like this is the main cause of a lot of stress. But another cause of the stress are the expectations that we put on ourselves and that our parents also put on us, you know. In this day and age, getting into college is a super competitive process, and you really do have to get above a 1,400 or even 1,500 to get into the school you want to. How do you feel about this, Sylvan? I definitely agree, and especially when you see other kids getting, you know, 1,550, 1,600 SAT scores, it may be a good thing for many people because a lot of people do good under stress, and Seeing other people do well pushes them to study, but a lot of people may end up taking it negatively, which is not good. If, let's say, for example, someone worked really hard and they only got like to a 1300, 1200, which is fine depending on your goals, but then you see other people who didn't study as much and they still got a 1500 or maybe even a 1600, it's it can be disheartening for many people. And I think that's definitely a problem because the expectations that are placed on you to take a test such as the SAT are pretty strong but many people don't have much of a care for it as much as an AP exam or another kind of exam because it doesn't relate to your grades and nowadays a lot of uh, colleges won't even accept the SAT or they just are test blind but 
there's still a lot of pressure to do well. So a lot of kids may feel like the test is pointless or there's no usefulness in it, but they still have to get a good score. So it's it creates somewhat of like a rebellious nature and also stress because you know you have to do well, but you don't really you're not really benefiting from the outcome either way. Yeah, I definitely agree. The expectation to get a high SAT score is super duper high when in reality, you know, if you live in California like us and you want to go to the UCs, SATs don't even matter. So it's a lot of just unneeded expectations that are put on yourself and it's a lot of unneeded stress because it is true. If you do want to go to your dream schools such as Ivy Leagues, you do need a high SAT score. But if you want to go to schools that are local to you, especially the UCs, the SAT doesn't matter, but we're still expected to get a high score on it. Also, I get what you're saying. Well, that when you see people who study as hard as they can for months on end, and they the maximum score they get is 1,400 or even 1,300, and then they see people who barely even studied and get 15s and 1600s, and it can be really disheartening for people because they don't understand why when they put in all this effort, they barely get any reward out of it, whereas people who don't put in any effort get a large amount of reward off of it. But I feel like the main stressful thing about the SAT is the amount of information on the SAT. And we're expected to know so much about math, about grammar, about reading. We're expected to be proficient in all three skills, whereas in reality, we're learning skills above those that are tested on the SAT. Uh, One example of this would be SAT math, which is mainly math you learn in ninth, even eighth grade. And as juniors, we're taking this SAT on math that, you know, we did two years ago. And so a lot of it isn't fresh in our head. And this can cause a lot of extra time and effort put into learning things that you've already learned. Well, what do you feel about this? I agree because a lot of the content in the SAT is, it can be overwhelming for many people. And it's not really relevant, like you said, to what you're learning at the time being, especially as a junior. and the English, the writings is something that's taught throughout high school as grammar. Same thing with the reading, but especially the comprehension skills. For many people, it's not very easy because it does require a level of thinking that can't just be taught. It needs to be fostered more. And you have to memorize certain things um, about how to answer types of questions. And it's like the conceptual nature of that, which makes it hard, I think. But... The math, in my opinion, is uh, very repetitive because um, most of the problems are not of a high difficulty level, but you have to execute them at a very high accuracy rate to get a good score because the margin of error on math is pretty low. So if you miss three, four, five problems, your your score is going to drop 50, 60 extra points just depending on how many you miss. So the harder part of the test isn't necessarily about how hard each individual problem is but the fact that you need to get them all right so if you blank out on one specific topic or concept it may be hard for you and that can uh, cause a lot of stress Uh uh-huh definitely agreed um making one mistake on the reading section isn't that big of a deal because its problems are diluted a lot it has so many questions so only missing one or two isn't going to drop your score that much Whereas in math and in grammar, the stakes are much higher, you know, missing one or maybe even two questions can drop your score 30 to 40 points. And, you know, the SAT score does matter truly because 
in most places, the SAT score is determinant of what college you're going to end up on. If it doesn't fully determine it, it at least plays a very large factor of where we're going to end up in the future. Many Ivy Leagues, such as Harvard, Yale, and Brown, their average SAT scores are above 1550. And if someone doesn't get above a 1550, they may feel discouraged from applying. Even though it's not the only thing, the SAT and academic grades still have a very large consideration on the college applications. Uh, how have you been like affected by this? You know, you wanted to get such a high SAT score so you don't get in these colleges. And if it doesn't turn off that high, you know, some of your future plans go down the drain. So how have you felt about it? I definitely agree because if you want to go to a good college, you you mean, personally, I believe you still do need a good score, especially for high-level universities that are not in California. Because, I mean, though the UCs don't necessarily take SAT score into consideration, having a good one doesn't hurt your application. And certainly for out-of-state schools, a really good SAT score uh, can wrap up a good application. Or if you have a bad SAT score, it can hinder your application a lot, right? So for a lot of people, especially me, you know, if you have high aspirations for what college you want to go to and what, um, what kind of profession you want to work in, the SAT is just like one of the first in a long series of tests. For example, if you want to be a doctor, the MCAT, or if you want to be a lawyer, the bar. And there's just plenty of exams that keep on happening throughout your college and professional careers. So there's definitely a carryover, I would say, from this test to the next. And if you don't do well on this, it may affect how you do on the next test, which, you know, just thinking about that is pretty stressful because of a domino effect, you know, you don't want to mess up now and then it's going to keep on getting worse and worse and worse. That's exactly what I was thinking. But if you mess up on this one SAT, it might not get you where you want to be in college, which might hinder the rest of your life. Even though the odds of this occurring are very low, it's very easy when stressing about these things to spiral out of control. Also due to the fact that sometimes we may not be able to study a lot for the SAT because Everybody has other stuff going on. Uh, such a, Most people play a sport in high school, which means those sports take up a considerable amount of their time. And they also have other extracurriculars, such as clubs, instruments, volunteer organizations. So one may find themselves in a position where they're not able to study a large amount or as much as they would want for the SAT, which can also be stressful because they have this you know, overhanging, something hanging over them that they just can't complete because of circumstantial issues. Um, has this ever happened to you where you feel like you can't study as much as you want to or prepare as much as you want to due to other things you have going on in life that are out of your control? Uh, yeah, I definitely agree because, you know, when you have pressure from colleges, you know, to do extracurriculars or clubs and other types of activities, you kind of feel not only an obligation to do it for that, but you often will find that you become connected to a certain activity and you want to focus more on that while you still have to upkeep how much you work in other stuff. And as a result, that's you don't have much time, I think, as a high schooler. You know, you, you have to go to school for eight hours a day and then three to four hours a day spend on uh, extracurriculars, another hour, two hours on homework. And if you want to relax for an hour or spend time with your family for an hour, then just plain studying for just the SAT without 
worrying about high-level classes or anything like that. You don't necessarily get much time throughout the day, but you still feel like you have to study, especially because of pressure from your parents who may not understand. You know, they may think that studying for the SAT is just studying for school. So when you go do homework, that's the same thing. But I mean, in reality, there's a separate, you know, time you have to set aside for those because your in-school grades can't just be affected if you just stop studying for in-school, but you only study for the SAT. Yeah, I definitely agree. And uh, that will wrap up today's podcast on the Unfiltered series about standardized testing. We hope you guys have a good day. Goodbye. You are listening to Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving, a podcast series by Tharaka Foundation. As part of our youth series, we will be releasing new episodes every Friday, so make sure to continue to check those out. We hope you enjoyed this podcast, and thank you so much for listening.